for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, it's January 16th, it's Saturday, and I'm John Smizer, and it's good to be with you. Coming to you from Southern California, and I, I just uh, am excited to share with you today some of what the lesson here in Matthew 3 is teaching us. But before I do, I want to tell you about one of my favorite uh, relatives. Now, you each and I, every one of us have different friends or people who've taught us things and uh, given us direction in life and things we remember. And, and my Uncle Tommy was pretty special in that way. My Uncle Tommy had a, a, land, a, a company that would go out and prepare the land before a freeway would go through. He had bulldozers and graders and watering trucks and, and these uh, things would prepare the, the freeway before they would lay the cement. He would also go to a, uh, a school grounds and he would prepare the school grounds for uh, uh, site development. Even before the uh, buildings would be built, he would be selecting and guiding the, the uh, drainage in those areas. But Uncle Tommy uh, let me one day take his Jeep out. And his Jeep, uh, it was an old army kind of Jeep and, and it had a, a three-speed in it and, and I uh, first learned to drive out there on this open territory on a, a freeway that didn't even have cement yet. It was just the level dirt. And Uncle Tommy uh, showed me things that uh, I would remember and learn and, and build my life on in the, in the future. And I'm sure there are those people in your life like that. Today we're going to see someone in this Matthew 3 that also did that same preparation, that work making the way straight. Let's look at Matthew 3 together. Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. In those days, John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair, and he had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Today, 
as we look into living life. We're going to look at Matthew chapter 3. And it opens up by talking about a, a, a character that uh, I like to call bull, Bulldozer John the Baptist. Or, or John the Baptist Bulldozer. Whichever way you want to go with it. It goes on here. And it says, In those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for him. You see, when I refer to John the Baptist as bulldozer, I'm thinking of my Uncle Tommy and all of the earth-moving equipment that he had that would take a part of the land and he would fill in the valleys, he would knock down the hills, and he would make it straight so that the freeway could be poured out there. Now for John the Baptist, his role was in the same way, to make straight the path for the message that Jesus Christ would bring. The, the encouragement of salvation would come. But John was there, as had been prophesied, the one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. And that was John's job, to prepare the way. And as a bulldozer or a grater would be leveling the ground. That's what John was doing in repent. He called him to repent. And in repentance, it, it says that, I'm going one direction. I think it's where I'm going to get all I hope for in life. All that I desire in life will be found in this direction. But year after year, it never happens. And that's what John calls and says, repent. And in repent, he says, turn 180 degrees and go in another direction because the world lies and says, this is where you'll find fulfillment. This is where you'll get your best life. But in John the Baptist, he was preparing the folks to hear the gospel message from Jesus. And that's a bulldozer, knocking down and clearing the way and preparing the way for the Lord to come in and share that good news. Make straight paths for him. Not convoluted pathways up and down and over and in. No, make it a straight path. Make it clear. Because the message of Jesus Christ is truly clear. And, and the repenting is the beginning of it. Now it goes on because in this section, people from Jerusalem, Judea, the, the Jordan River Valley were coming out to, to this upstart, this, this uh, really... Uh, gentleman everybody was attracted to, very charismatic, I would imagine, because his message was being listened to and people were being baptized. And, and we're going to look at that baptism uh, tomorrow. But his job was to call the people to repentance. And so people uh, from all over would be coming to him. And in this, as they were uh, being baptizing, they were at that point confessing their sins, recognizing that what they were doing and how they were living their life, the direction they had been going, was wrong. It was in opposition. It was 
against God's will. And as they repented and turned, they confessed that they were no longer going that way. They were going to be going the way God would want them. And in this group were a lot of religious leaders. And these religious leaders kind of were excited to get on board with all of the the hubbub, the things that were going on in at, at the Jordan River because this guy was drawing crowds and he was having great results that they were accomplishing what he called them to do. They were repenting. They were confessing their sins. And so some of these leaders also would be coming to them, him to be baptized. You see in verse 7 it says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees, Coming to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? They know that as Jesus is the Savior, he's also coming to judge what they have been doing as the religious leaders in Israel. In verse 8 he says, um, Produce fruit in keeping with the repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children of Abraham. You notice this idea of repentance? As a young boy, I I was sorry for some of the things I did. But there was often times I may be sorry, but I wouldn't change. And repentance calls not just to say I'm sorry, or confess, or in some form repent. No, it calls on me also to change the things I do with my life. That's what God calls us to do, change our lives. This coming year, as you sense God calling on you to move in another direction, to to go further with Him on that straight path. The idea of changing your life is being open to God, willing to hear His voice and lead His leading, being willing to follow Him. As John preached to all those in that community, and they confessed, May we humble ourselves. May we submit and repent and be willing to hear the message that God has for us. May we be like those who would turn our lives around and follow the Lord. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, this year, this coming year, as we move forward with you, I pray that you would work in each of our lives and that we would bring glory to you as people who know us would see a transformation taking place. As the beginning of our life, as we repent and turn and no longer go the direction, maybe the angry nature we may have, maybe the aggressive uh, grasping after the things of the world, may you, Lord, work in our lives to change them that we would turn to you and follow you in what you want us to accomplish. Father, we thank you that it's not in our own strength. We will find that strength in you. So guide us, Lord, this year in 
directing our lives, but submitting to your work. Father, bless us, strengthen us, and thank you for loving us. In your precious and holy name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer.